0: You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. Everyone, welcome back to the show. Kelly Hall here with another episode of Misunderstood. I've got my girl, my sister, my best friend. I don't really know how many more adjectives I can describe you as. Oh, how about first runner up, Miss Ohio USA times three, and my pageant sister for life? Mariah Danielle Payne, welcome to the show. Woo! Applause, applause, Woo! applause. What's up?
1: Ooh. Hey, everybody. Oh, my goodness. hey, what's up,
0: world. What's up? World. Hey, that's my line. Excuse yeah, me.
1: How are we doing? It's mine now. And,
0: yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty indicative of our relationship. Uh-huh. There she is, my gold girl. I'm so excited we finally have you on the show. You are actually technically my first recording because I, when I started Misunderstood Podcast during quarantine, I did a practice episode with you and we just like rambled and talked and jived. It was supposed to be like a two minute audio test and I think we talked for like 45 minutes. Just to yeah. everything. We so did. technically, you are my first guest ever, but we're overdue. I'm so happy you could be on the show.
1: Yeah, me too. It's going to be with less cussing this time. So <laughs> I don't even remember you cussing last. Oh time. yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why I was. You were like Mariah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I felt like I was doing it even more so because you didn't want me to, and I was like, I ah, that typically I don't is what happens.
0: That. Yeah, that's typically <laughs> what happens. Well, now I have like an incredible audio team that can edit the bleeps out. Which would be great, Ooh, but yay. when we started, out, no, that doesn't mean you can swear. Okay. My mom listens to the show, <laughs> Mama Hall. Hey, Love she'll be you. like Mariah Payne. Excuse me, gonna mm-hmm. make sure Jesus doesn't hear you say those words. She'd be very disappointed. But anyways, it's so overdue, and I'm so happy to have you on here because we have, among a million other things, one thing in common. Which is we've both been runner-ups. You more than me. You're yeah. a veteran.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but <I did.
0: laughs> I've learned from your example whenever I went through Miss California. Obviously, that was not fun. And then we were best friends twice of the three times that you were runner-up. And you know, you showed me so much about tenacity and overcoming that period of your life. But overall, it's been so incredible to become best friends because of pageantry and like grow through pageantry so why did not you tell the listeners how we met i bet they're all just sitting here
1: wondering like
0: how do these two crazy cats get together
1: oh man we met in a jail sale here in cleveland <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh my god could day? you imagine
0: no i oh, could never be in jail I would never, never We would die. You might. I could never. I no, you would become be be friends myself. with everyone. Yes, you would be I like would. friends with all
1: the jail people. And I'd be like, I'd be like stop do stop my talking hair. to them. <laughs> do my hair. No. Okay. So we met during rehearsals for Miss Ohio 2017. This is the year yep. that Dinah Lee Baxter won. And she was on stage left and I was on stage right. And there was just a really good song going on. I don't know. I don't remember what the song was, but I was jamming and everybody else was just like kind of standing there a little nervous and whatnot. And I look across the stage and I see someone else dancing and we make eye contact and I'm like, yeah. And we both like pointed at each other and had like a same that little someone dance else's going name, on. By the way. Yeah. And that person was Kelly Hall. Key. What was your title then?
0: Ohio Navy district.
1: Okay, yep, yep. You had the black dress that year.
0: I did have the black dress that year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and then we connected
0: a we week did. after that. We did. Well, when we we both made top 15 and We took that like OG picture in the dressing room at Top 15, the one I just recently sent to you. Um, But that's when I got your phone number and I was lucky enough to be in Cleveland for work the following week, like literally five days later. I was doing like a recruiting thing up there. So my number one goal of entering pageantry was to make friends. So like I immediately hit you up and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in Cleveland. And you're like, we're going to go get tacos. And so we got tacos and like hung out and oh my gosh, it's been, the rest has been history. <laughs> Literally just yes. started it all.
1: Oh my gosh. We've I had know. so much fun over the years. I And it's, it's only been, so been like amazing. a few years and it's just been such a good time. Girl, it's been like five years now. Some of the best times. I know. Of half, my a life. I
0: know. <laughs> half a decade. I know. Like half a decade. Oh God. So grateful for you. But I mean, truly, it wasn't like if we had not signed up for that first pageant, Miss Ohio USA 2017, both of us, first time ever, we would mm-hmm. never have met each other and like become sisters through the process. But I think one of the best and most rewarding parts of it all, besides watching mm-hmm. each other grow. Through all of these pageants and all of these years and, like, all the trials, it's been picking each other up and, like, watching each other, like, pick ourselves up and grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think people really understand just how difficult it is to overcome something like getting runner-up and being so close to those dreams. So that's exactly what we wanted to talk about today. So, Mariah, just go ahead and get into it. I mean, those times, I mean, I can't believe I've watched you stand (laughs) up there like so many times. I'm
1: like one of the biggest losers probably in pageantry. No, no, (laughs) that's not true. But um, like I, I did my first pageant when I was 14. I got top 15, lost, and then just got into modeling. Rejection, rejection, rejection. And I was like, oh, let me maybe this would be a good way to get into modeling because I saw the whole thing that happened with Steve Harvey and was like, oh, it's owned by IMG. They're a huge modeling agency. Let's see if this will be an option to be signed with them. And so originally that was my main goal the first year that I did it and I wanted to win and I came in confident and I felt like I couldn't do it. And then I got first runner up and I was like devastated. And I was, just wow, like so upset. It was just a complete roller coaster of emotions. And to be honest, I was like, oh my God, like I love this. If I really want to be like a state title holder, national title holder, or even international title holder, I'm going to need more than a year to get ready. And it's been five years total that I've been doing right. this. And oh my gosh, have I grown since then? I've graduated from college. I have my own place. I feel financially stable. I have a really great career and just have like my stuff together. I was going to say the s word, but I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a roller coaster of emotions, but losing all those years has just made me more resilient yeah. and just stronger. And it's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's not. Although I want it still want it really bad. I'm very grateful to have the life that I have right now. And I couldn't be more thankful and just grateful to be where I'm at right now because a few years ago, it was not the way it is now. It's made me resilient. All the rejection, all the no's, all the hardships, all the obstacles, it's made me resilient. And being first runner up has just, made me resilient and made me look back and see like, okay, what do I need to work on? What do I need to do? Yeah, exactly. How far do I need to grow? What do I need to tweak? And it made me look at myself, not anybody else, but just look at Mariah and see what is on the goal list for Mariah and what other goals does she need to do in order to get to that major goal.
0: I feel like part of that too both resiliency and I've seen throughout the years, you become almost a bit more fearless or just fearless. Like you are like, you're not really scared by these big dreams and goals anymore. And I think that's like a huge thing. Once you you do something, do well in something like a pageant, that's super competitive. Like Miss USA, the Miss USA system is so intense and you make it that high and like you're so close to that goal kind of like, oh, what else can I do? And I've been able to watch you go for several modeling gigs. Some you've gotten, some you haven't. I remember you taking the Greyhound bus to New York City Mm. and literally, (laughs) you know, going out there to model and do New York Fashion Week. Like, some people probably would look at you and be like, you are actually insane. Like, I can't believe you would go and do all of those things. But you have my older brother. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They're like, What? What are you gonna do? And as I've sat and watched you through all the years, like that's encouraging to me because no matter what happens, truly the only thing that comes from it will be growth. Like, even if it is rejection or maybe it is acceptance, but like regardless of what the decision is later, like growth will happen so I feel like that's been a part of it too is like it's a package deal for you like resiliency and then that fearlessness that's come from you staring those moments down in the face and being like I'm not gonna let this get me down absolutely not and you just keep going yeah we just so incredible
1: yeah I feel like I'm fearless partly because of the perception that I've had on life because of the protection that my older brother has had to have <laughs> <laughs> poor guy <laughs> you know, my mom just kind of subconsciously put him in that role. And he's just made my world butterflies and rainbows since I was a little girl. And so like, I've just kind of always looked at life that way. But as I've gotten older, I've learned just how to be fearless, but to be smart and intelligent about yeah. it and yeah, to be responsible. Sure. I do have my spontaneous moments still, but overall, the perception that I've have of life has worked out for me, I would say. And I don't really have any fears. I'm not, which is weird to say, but I'm not really afraid of dying. And I'm also like- Morbid twist. I know, like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. what direction we're going to take it here. But it's like anything that happens, I'm at peace with because I know that that was supposed to happen.
0: Exactly. You know what? I wrote this down when we were talking earlier, and we were making notes about the episode. And One thing that was on repeat whenever I got runner up at Miss California over and over and over again was, "What is for you will not miss you." Right? Like I wholeheartedly believe that. I remember you telling me that. I remember me telling that to you. Like if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Like there's no mistakes. There's no mistakes in that plan. Like you know whether you're religious or not. I believe in God, and like. We were supposed to have that crown on that day and that moment and that's how we are. our life was supposed to be elevated was by being a title holder. It will happen mm-hmm. 100%. Like there are no mistakes and that's just – I feel like it brings peace in those moments. Like obviously it sucks and we hate rejection and all of that, but it's directing you toward your story
1: and your path. Yeah. It's we don't know what sucks. that's supposed to be. I hate rejection. <laughs> <laughs> But I've had it any which kind of way. And yep, honey bunny, you name it, I've <laughs> I've had it, and it sounds so terrible. And I'm like, oh, I'm used to it. But it's just like I'm like overly positive, and sometimes it's you like are. scary. <laughs> And just funny because I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll be good. Yeah. You <laughs> no, know but what? That's everything what will be about fine. You. Things will work out. And they do. Like I just always figure it out because I don't take no for an answer. Like I just figure out another way. I think
0: resiliency is more built on how you react to things that happen to you. You overcome them. You're resilient. You bounce back, right? But I think one thing that is innate to you, and this would have happened, you know regardless of your pageant history or your life, and specific to Mariah is you're tough. And that's not always something that is built over time. Like that's innately how you started this whole process. I think you're a really tough person, extremely positive, extremely outgoing, always smiling, always dancing, always dropping the next beat, but very tough. And that can't be overlooked in this process. I think a lot of women who start something like pageantry, they don't realize just how tough you need to be to survive in this sort of situation and keep building confidence. It's one Mm -hmm. of those things where you have to have it already. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about this countless times on podcasts before about pageantry. And that's kind of the next thing we wanted to get into is building that confidence. I think you really need to self-reflect and kind of like build that toughness, but also have that confidence path already started. So that way it's not like such a culture shock when you get into something as competitive as pageantry. So Mariah, how would you say that overall like pageantry helped elevate your confidence? Because you definitely had it before. Like pageantry didn't just like give you confidence. You definitely
1: always had it. Yeah. The fact that one would even decide to compete already shows that you have Little bit of faith and confidence in yourself that you can do it, so that's like yes, step number one. Just the fact that you even are going to apply, and then the fact that you get on that stage, no matter what you look like, no matter what you sound like, no matter how ready you are, you already have confidence in yourself just by doing Mm -hmm. that. And a lot of people don't realize how much guts it takes to get up there and then to get feedback and opinions from everybody, family, friends, random people, social media. And to still go out there and do your thing and just worry about yourself, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot. And it's really built up my confidence, even though I've lost (laughs) every single time. It's built up my confidence because I couldn't get my confidence from the outside. I had to get it from myself, honey, because if I was getting it from the outside, I would be literally in a corner in my room, like curled up in a fetal position from all the rejection that I've gotten (laughs) not just from pageantry, but from modeling, but if college places that I applied at and that I didn't get into relationships with family members, relationship with men, I should be like so depressed in a corner, sad, crying, whatever, but I'm not like, I don't get my confidence from that. I get it from myself. And in order to do that, you have to really reflect and get to know yourself. And pageantry has forced me to get to know myself better. And I highly encourage anybody that's thinking about doing a pageant to do it because if you do the homework and actually Mm -hmm. do the journey behind it, you are going to learn so much about yourself. You are going to push yourself to limits that you didn't even realize that you could push yourself to me. Like I didn't realize that I could do a certain regimen for like mental health and Mm self-care physically, mentally, and emotionally, but especially physically. Honey, let me tell you, so I've had a lot of family issues going on throughout this entire pageant journey, mm-hmm. and even before that, and having to stand up and be the leader and almost the head of the family has just really, really just made my inner leaderness, whatever if that's not a word, just come out and to just have that confidence to just be able to be fearless. And Mm -hmm. that's how I feel when I'm on stage. I I love it. I love the feeling that it gives me. I love the whole thing. I love everything about pageantry. Yeah. Like even once my pageant career is over, like I'm still going to be involved in pageantry because I believe in it so much. I think it's so beneficial for women and just anybody that is trying to better themselves.
0: Quick little break as I take a sip from my Clean Simple Eats protein shake. Absolutely delicious Clean Simple Eats offers a variety of products that are wholesome, nutritional, and offer whatever your body needs, perfect balance of carbs, proteins, and fats. They have meal plans, proteins, collagen, supplements, clean, simple treats, butters, journals, everything you can need and more. And I am obsessed with their protein. Absolutely obsessed. Best I've ever had. I love their mint chocolate chip, peanut butter, brownie fudge. I mean, any flavor you get is absolutely incredible. Check out Clean Simple Eats in my show notes. Use code Kelly Hall at checkout for 15% off. That's Kelly Hall, K E L L I E Hall for 15% off. Thanks, guys. Go fuel your body with what it needs and enjoy Clean Simple Eats. So, on the note of being beneficial, you've mentioned before how it helped you with interviews and how it helped you with body image and how it helped you with healthy habits get into that a little bit more because I think a lot of people don't realize just how much confidence comes from it. And, you know, even though you may not be wearing a crown or have walked at Miss USA yet, you still have taken all of those skills into your life. So speak a little bit on that.
1: Yeah. Since pageantry, any job interview that I've had, I've gotten the job from that. And I've gotten compliments from managers that I've interviewed. Like I've had to do virtual interviews, like where I'm self-recording, like, and they can see the recording. Like it's a video. They're like, that's the best interview I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, wow. it better be. It better be. I was first runner up. <laughs> <laughs> and it helped me land jobs in the real world. Like pageantry is one world, but you also have the real world where you need these skills in order to thrive and succeed and to move forward in society, and pageantry, I feel really does that because it makes you fearless. It builds your confidence. If you look at it through in a certain way, if you look at it the right way. And in terms of getting jobs, like I love my job and the industry that I'm in now. And if it wasn't for pageantry, I wouldn't have gotten that job if I sucked at that interview. Right. And in terms of like fitness and health, Like, the trainer that I've been working with, I would have never known certain foods I was intolerant to. Like, I I had no clue that I was intolerant to gluten, wheat. Like, we cut all that stuff out, all the excess sugar, and it took away my cystic acne, which I used to have cystic acne literally just only on my forehead, like in between my eyebrows. And as long as I don't eat those foods, I am good to go (laughs) in terms of like my skin, which is super important to me and just my overall health and physique, which is very, I need to maintain while I'm with my agencies currently.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I remember the month leading into that first pageant. I've never cared what I ate. Literally not a care in the world. Like (laughs) I would always keep a tub of cookie dough in my fridge at all times. And I would have like Mm -hmm. a couple spoonfuls a night. And when I was talking to my mentor, she was like, all right, you're 30 days out from the pageant. Like you need to cut sugar. You need to cut no juices. It's going to make you look soft. And I was like, "What? I haven't done any of that my whole life before. I thought she was crazy, but I did it. I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. And like in a month, I started, I was like, oh, look at this little ab that's coming through. Like what's happening? Mm, And that's like what launched my interest in health and fitness. And now, I mean, like for me, it was never about being overweight. It was always about being healthy. And I had the absolute worst migraines for years. And I truly think that now that I'm eating healthy and I have better energy and I'm working out, my migraines have gone down tremendously. Ooh. I attribute a lot of that to like my health and fitness. Like that's yeah. why I keep up with it.
1: You All because I body.
0: decided to do a pageant. All of that is like what motivated me. Cause before that I was like, Hey, whatever, I don't care. But being yeah. on stage,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. And I've changed since then. Cause the first time I competed, I was 23. I'm now 28 yeah. and honey, things on my body have, has shifted. And I can't just eat whatever I want and be as thin and slim as I was. Although I'm still thin and slim, my goal now is to have more muscle tone. Right. And my body just Different naturally goals. wants to stay skinny. Right. And I notice I keep more water weight and softness on than I did when I first competed. And so that's something that I've been working on and trying to succeed with modeling has just made me completely more aware of my body in the way I look and sometimes not in the best way because like when I went to New York, when I was 21, I was told no, 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 no. By almost all the agencies except a couple, but they wanted me to move out there. And I was like too scared to do it. Like right away, I was hoping to just maybe sign with the agency and then fly over there, fly black or whatever. But with pageantry, The fact that they just accepted me the way that I was and I didn't have to be a certain measurement. It was
0: I was like, oh, this is
1: perfect. This is because I was like, I'm not. They're like, you need to lose two inches in your waist and in your hips. And I'm like, everybody in Ohio is telling me I should gain weight. And you guys are telling me (laughs) I should lose weight. And it gets confusing. But you need to do what is best for you and what you want your body to look like. And I know what I want my body to look like. I just have to have the discipline and get it there. And that's what me and my trainer, Body by Craig, have been working on and continue to work on. And it's really up to you and the way that you look at yourself and the confidence that you have.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I will say on a side note, you made a comment about how like when you show up on stage, you can show up like as you. You don't need to make changes to you, and you can still do really well on a pageant. But just the other day, I got a DM from Rachel Allen, which is a huge. Gown designing company, they're like Giovanni and all that, and so they DM'd and they were like, "Hey, we're interested in having you model in our Chicago fashion show." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, MG, I will die absolutely!" So I got all excited and I, I told Austin, I was like, "Rachel Allen like wants me to model on her show, like ah." Oh my god! So she responds back. I haven't even told you this. This is some tea. Oh, my God. She responds back and she's like, yeah, like, we love your luck. Just send over your measurements. So I sent my model card, like, from Newview mm-hmm. and sent over my measurements and then didn't hear anything, heard nothing. So, like, five days go by and I'm like, super weird. They were, like, messaging me back and forth and, like, I didn't hear anything more. And it crossed my mind. I was like, I wonder if it's because on my model card it says 5'2". Maybe, maybe not. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being like insecure. And then I responded back yesterday. I'm like, hello, like just following up. And then the response I got back was, I apologize. We need a minimum of 5'8 for our models. I was like, Mm. dang it. And the part that just stinks is that I'm like, I can't walk and a Rachel Allen like runway show, but I can wear Rachel Allen on stage and get first on a wrap in Miss California USA. Like it's just such an interesting Wait, was like, that your dress? Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: OMG.
0: Is that not like the craziest juxtaposition? Like it, it's, I'm like. Oh, it. wow. What, what the heck?
1: All right.
0: And so it's just like a part of it. But you know what? Like, I'm not going to take it personally. Again, what is for you will not miss you. Like, if Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to be in that show, all right, fine. There will be other opportunities. There will be other brands, other companies, Mm -hmm. other things that will accept me for my height. And same with you. Like, we all have beautiful Mm -hmm. bodies. And I think that pageantry helped develop that confidence in me with, like, my body image. Sure, would it be great to be, you know, seven feet tall sometimes in the Navy and get whatever I want and boss people around? Yeah, but I'm five 5'2", and that's okay. Like, we've said so many times before, like, that stature doesn't define us. It's more of, like, our message and the power behind the message we have. So we have to get ready to wrap up soon, and I want to get into this final piece, which was you mentioned one of the biggest things about pageantry and how it affected you, especially being a first runner-up, was – really like narrowing in on your why, what you stood for, what you wanted, what you wanted to do in your community. Kind of get into how getting first runner up that many times, how that launched you into all of these other passions and
1: projects. Yeah. So the main reason I wanted to do it was to launch my modeling career so I can make and sustain enough money for my family so they wouldn't have to worry about anything because not many people know this, but I come from the projects, like super poor and I've always grown up poor. So to have like my own space and for it to be comfortable and secure, it's a whole nother life I'm not used to. And when it comes to pageantry, it just, it really just projected why like I wanted to do this and what was really pushing me on my heart to just continue to compete, even though I keep losing. And and it's really the ultimate goal is like, I want to serve and not just my family, but there's a lot of things in this world that I want to change and that aren't right. Coming from an inner city school and then moving to the suburbs, there's a huge difference in the equality of education so much so that when we moved to the suburbs, when I was a little girl, I was 10, I had to go to another classroom to get extra help just so I can get caught up so I could be on the same level as the other kids that were living there in the suburbs. And that's not fair. Thank God my mom moved us. But there's other parents that just either they don't think about that or they don't have the finances to be able to do that, or they don't feel comfortable doing that. Because to be honest, from where we lived, we were around majority black people and then Moving to the suburbs was the complete opposite. It was like 90% white people. And so the fact that my mom had the courage to be uncomfortable, to possibly make us uncomfortable, just so we can get a better education. right? It says a lot about her and I love her. And I'm so thankful for her. Although we've had some difficulties over the past few years recently it's really just show me what I need to do, what my missions are and what I'm passionate about. Because I'm passionate about so many things. So many things yeah. because there's just so much to do on this work. And I can't do it all, but I know I can make a difference, at least in my community and in my state and in my country. And One of the things is the education, but also to being that black woman role model. Like I'm the first woman in my family to go to college. That's a huge thing for me and to do it debt free. And a lot of people don't really understand or know much about finances. And one of my jobs I sucked at because I didn't know anything much about finances. But then, whoa, like this is stuff that we should know already and not finding out at like 25, 26 and yeah. that's another thing, too, is the financial literacy. That, yeah. That's a huge passion of mine. And then wanting to, with the schools, like I want to build my own school one day and actually have it to where it's set up as almost like a prep school, but a way to help people like my mom who had to work full time, but right. still wanted their children to get good education. Right. But I needed that extra assistance, that extra parent to be able to set those standards and set that discipline in order in the household, because it's hard to do it as a single mother. She's just trying to get food on the table. As long as I'm going to school, like she's good to go. Like she's not really paying attention to my grades. And so that's why I want to build a school one day down the road. That's, that's a really big dream of mine, but it's something that I would like to do.
0: Well, it's a dream, but it's not something out of reach. I think everything that you've poured your heart and your soul into every single chapter, every single rejection, all of those moments of growth, like it's continuing to put you on this path toward success. And you are truly defining your own success, which is incredible. And it's incredible for me to continue to watch and learn from. And sometimes like the spirit of just your positivity is like what I need, you know, and I face and a whole other set of challenges every day in the military. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just sit down, I'm like, what would Mariah do? How would Mariah act in this situation? Like, whether it's social or professional, like your energy is is just to be so admired. And I think other people can learn so much from you. You're just like an inspiration to not just your family, but all of your friends and all the people who love you. Even my dad. My dad is just like, I love Mariah. (laughs) Every time they got on phone with you, they're just like, I just love her.
1: I love them. It's infectious.
0: Like, it's absolutely infectious. You continue just to raise everyone up around you. And I'm going to leave you with one final question. I've given you lots of time to think about this. So, Oh, Lord. Don't drop the ball. But what do you think is the most misunderstood about, quote, losing Whether it's in a pageant or in life or a job or a relationship. You said at the beginning, you said, I'm
1: probably Mm -hmm. the biggest loser, but. So I believe even to this day. So what is the saying? Losers. Wait, winners never quit and quitters never win. Is that what it is? Yeah. And I just feel like.
0: Losers never. Wait, winners never quit and losers never win. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that the quote?
1: Oh my God, we're probably saying it backwards, but you know what I mean? So, like, I just I need feel a like Pinterest it, check right now. Right? Someone pull up Pinterest. I'm like, wait, because I swear I have dyslexia because I say things backwards <gasps> all the time. Thank God my colleagues are like super chill and, and they just <laughs> think I'm funny because I literally can sound like the dumbest person in the world. But I like it though. Losers. <laughs> Or winners never
0: quit and
1: quitters never win. Yeah, because if you quit, right. you're never going to win, boo. <laughs> so you got to keep going and just you keep trying. Keep and if you lose and you age out, honey bunny, there are other things to do. It's not the end of the world. That just means that that wasn't for you. But as long as you did the homework and you really process and really enjoyed the journey, you're gonna get something from it. So you're winning. You're winning. Yes.
0: That's what's misunderstood. that is that is it. That is the golden ticket. I would say absolutely every situation. I mean, I said this to you recently. Both of us, you know, been first runner up within the last year. Mike, I still, as cliche as it is, whatever, put on a Hallmark card, but I won because I found you through pageantry. Like my sister, like my family member. And if going through all those pageants and putting on all those dresses and paying for all those fees and doing all the makeup and losing all my hair ended up, you know, maybe never resulted in a crown for me, but like I have you. And that is like a lot of people, including title holders,
1: don't have those relationships. So, yeah, I know I won that we won from that. I pray that at least everybody in the world has at least one Kelly Hall as a friend. Like just, God, just one. And I have like two sets of really good girl groups. If you ever see my stuff on social media, you'll see the same group of girls that I'm with that are from one area. And then you see the another group that I'm with that I've known from middle school and high school. And like, I'm good. Like I'm set and I got a really good family. But just- with pageantry and just putting myself out there I just meet awesome people along the way and then I just get more and more blessed each year with meeting new people and learning new things from them and new experiences and you just never know who you're gonna run into or make a connection with it might be a new best friend it might be a coworker, it might be a husband it might be an agent like I have really good relationships with people and I think that's like the number one thing to a successful life is having really good relationships. You can't go wrong when you have good relationships.
0: Yes. Well, my biggest loser, but my favorite winner. I love you. I am a, I'm a loser, a y'all. Loser.
1: But yeah. I'm the best loser. You are the best loser. You're the Turn, best uh, loser. The loser, loser that the you time. want to be friends with. The loser that
0: wins at life. And we mm-hmm. are here for it. Well, I love you, and I'm so excited to continue to watch everything you do. It's always fun. It's always exciting. It's always a new challenge, and it's the energy that we all need. We need Mariah Payne's energy all the time. I love you so much. And I'm going to add all of your links to social and everything in the show notes so they can find you. Thank you, my love, for being back on the show. This time, for real, it was overdue, but I love you.
1: Thank you. I love you more. And thanks, guys, for listening.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstanding.